0: You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message.
1: Last week, as I spoke to you about 2020, I mentioned the fact being led by the Spirit. And you know, in my own life, as I look back, I can tell you moments where I wasn't led by the Spirit of God, even as a pastor of a church. And I'm not talking about wickedness and things of that nature, but fear that grabs hold of my heart at times, and discouragement that grabs hold of my heart. I think sometimes we think that some people never get discouraged. We have listeners on the radio say, Brother Treber, how do you all stay so upbeat, all fired up? Well, I am but you know, I wish sometime they could go with me in the quiet hours as I comb this auditorium in my mind. You don't pastor a church this size and are loved by everybody. You don't pastor just church this size and ever have a day without discouragement, dealing with things, and I'm so glad I'm the pastor. But you know, in those moments, if I'm not careful, I'm led by my flesh or led by my fear, or led by my frustration. Uh, You have a pity party. I think we've all been there. Yet I, I have the greatest opportunity to all the world to be a shepherd and a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. God dealt with me this past week when I kept thinking about that message led by the Spirit on Monday morning in my personal devotion time and Bible time. So I get up early and I read my Bible and pray. I was in the book of Galatians. And as I went to Galatians, I've seen this before, but not of this magnitude. And then I moved over this week. I was in the book of Galatians and then Ephesians. And I saw it again there. It was just overwhelming. And I went from Galatians to Ephesians to Philippians. And as I was in Philippians, once again, I saw the same theme. And then I went from Galatians to Ephesians to Philippians to Colossians. And the same theme again. And you know, there's only 20 chapters in those four books. There's 400 and some verses. But the same theme shows up over 450 times. I know that because I've marked my Bible every time it shows up. And if you're going to have a great 2020, and if I'm going to have a great 2020 in a day when there's so much going on, I'm amazed at the amount of family problems, marriage problems, children problems, elementary children, junior high problems, Uh, married kids' problems, grandkids' problems, difficulties, things that break your heart and you just sorrow yourself to sleep at night, loneliness, discouragement. How are you going to make it? Well, Paul writes us those books from a jail cell. But his theme is 400, I want to say, and I I have them all printed out, I counted them all, I think it's 451 times. I might be mistaken by a few, but you'll see it yourself this week. I hope you'll take Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Now you could continue that with Paul's letters to the preachers and to the Thessalonican saints, and 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus. You see the same theme. His theme is all through everything he writes. It's all right there. His theme is found in really what Brother Bertram prayed, our text verse, Philippians 1.21. I wonder if you could read that with me. Ready? Begin. Philippians 1.21. For to me to live I want you to go back and so I'm talking about today more about Jesus in 2020. More about him. Our life that I may know him. Look in chapter 1. Paul and Timotheus, servants of what's the next two words? Jesus Christ, all the saints in Christ Jesus. Look at verse number two. Grace be unto you, peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God. Look at verse number six. What are the last two words in verse number six? Ready, begin. Jesus Christ. What's the last two words in verse number eight? Jesus Christ. What's the last word in verse 10? Jesus Christ, verse 11, being filled with fruits of righteousness, which by Jesus Christ under the glory and the praise of God. Paul said in verse 13, as he reminds him he's in jail, so that in my bonds in Christ, in Christ are manifest all in the palace and in other places. Notice what he says in verse 15, and some indeed preach Christ. Verse 16, one preach Christ. Verse number, uh, verse number 19, the last, uh, last four words, the spirit of Jesus Christ. Verse 20, Christ, for to me to live is Christ. And all through the book, all four of these books, you'll find Christ, Jesus Christ, Lord, God, Father, he, John 3, 3, he must increase in 2020. I must decrease. The problem in my life is Jack. It's not God. It's not people. It's not money. The problem is me, not my brother nor my sister, but it's me, oh God. God wants more of me, not less of me. So he must increase. So let's do a little report card check. 2019, does God have more of you this year than he did last year in 18? Does God this year have more of you? Are you praying more? Are you reading your Bible more? Are we passing tracks and seeking to witness more? Are we memorizing the word of God Are we sensitive to the Holy Spirit of God where it's because we're so uh, filled with Christ and his love for us that we'll say to my mate, I'm sorry. We'll say to my children, I'm sorry. We'll say to our parents, I've been wrong. We'll say to a coworker, please forgive me. Now, once you get that off of your plate, it's on their plate. What they do with it, that's up to them. They may go to the internet. They may go to Hurt. But, friend, we've got to get it off our plate. For to me, to live is Christ. Amen. I'm asking you this year, and myself especially, would we make much of Jesus in our lives? Would we make much of Jesus in our marriages, in our homes, at our job? What was the last time you and your wife ever talked about the Word of God? What was the last time you and your wife even talked about? Your prayer life. was the last time you and your wife talked about the things of God? Last time you and your wife, God, the Holy Spirit, I remember there's so many times in the early days of this church where a man, I'd always tell couples, don't 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 give money to special offerings unless unless you're in agreement with one another. Don't divide your family over this. I had so many people say, You won't believe this. I turned to my wife or I talked to my wife, or at home, or on the way home, or whatever. And I said, honey, what are you thinking about that building offering? And always a man would say we were either thinking the same thing or she was thinking more. She had more faith. That, that's talking about spiritual things. There's a song in our songbook, and I get to my message more about Jesus, what I know. More of His grace to others show. Amen. More of His saving fullness see. More of His love who died for me. More. Yeah. More about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. More, more about Jesus. More of His saving fullness see. More of His love who died for me. I can take you back where I was driving earlier this year. I'm sorry to let you know that these, clay, these feet are clay but I was having such a, a, a terrible day. I knew the best would be for this church if they just got another pastor. It just seemed like every letter, it seemed like every conversation over that time had been, it seemed like everything I was doing, and that's not true. It's about 1% the squeaky wheel. The 99% are doing okay. Sort of that way in a college uh, you get thinking, man, these kids, they don't want God. And then you start looking as they, uh, they, they are hungry for the Word of God. And 98% of them want God. But the 2% we're spending our time with. And I was having, it just, it seemed like everything. It just seemed, Lord, what's wrong with me? And I began to sing this song. More, driving my car, I was out making some visits. More about, Lord, I need more of you. And then I got thinking about problems again. And I said, okay, here's what, here's what the average church member sings. And this is not true. Because the average church member sings more about Jesus. Less, less about Jesus. Oh, somebody said, you're preaching too much about this, or you're too much this, or you're too this. Less, less about Jesus. Less of his lovingfulness, see? Less, less of his love. But you know, I don't believe that's true. I pastor, I believe, the greatest church in the world, the most godly, hardworking people. But it's amazing what your mind can do to you when you get weary. It's an amazing thing what your mind can do. I want to make so much more of Jesus. And how do you do that? How, how, how in the world do you do that? Well, I just gave you the evidence through the Scripture. Through the Scripture. Did you notice all the times about Jesus and Jesus Christ? I deliberately, although I marked every time it's Jesus, our Christ, our Lord, our God, but I deliberately did not go back and try to choose some text. But let me just randomly Go back to Galatians with me, if you will. Go back to Galatians with me. As you go to Galatians, and I, I probably should have studied and made sure that I had them all marked, but wait a minute, it is Galatians 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by Jesus Christ, by Jesus Christ. In verse number th- uh, three, the latter part of the verse, by the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. And this doesn't d- deal with all the personal uh, pronouns: he and his, his blood, his righteousness, his grace, his mercy, all the his or he's that would be in all these texts. Some of you this week, I wish you'd take that as a project and find them all. They're everywhere, everywhere. And the Bible keeps speaking about God and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Go over to the next book as you go to Galatians, and then the book of Ephesians. And I'm skipping over all of these by the will of God, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Look at verse two: Grace be unto you, of peace from our God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When Paul's in jail. He keeps bringing up Jesus Christ. Philippians is 104 verses and 104 times and 104 verses in a hole in the ground in a prison. He talks about Jesus Christ. That's why he can say, none of these things move me. Neither can I my life dear unto myself. So might I finished? That's why he says, I press. He's in jail. I press for the mark of the prize of the high, high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He didn't have to go to a therapist. He's in a hole in the ground. The average person in America, Christian, and I'm sure it's different in this church, spends more time on the internet than they do in their Bible spends more time talking about other people and other issues than they do about the Lord Jesus. Here's what God gave me in my Bible reading. Here's what God did for me this day. Here's the person I was able to lead to Christ. Here's the family. And I'm not talking about braggadocious, but how about talking about what God is doing, except instead what we talk about what man is doing. And you don't even know the whole stories. Get off that stuff. If that, just, if that is causing you to be a critic, get off the internet. If you have to buzz around with churches, uh, church members, and have to find all what's wrong with the church and the churches, and I'm talking to people all over the globe right now, over 100 countries, and if your job is to find everything wrong with your church you're attending, and everything wrong with your pastor, and everything wrong with the pastor's wife, and everything wrong with the Christian school, and everything that's wrong with the youth group, and everything that's wrong, you are at fault because God doesn't have your heart. Paul's in a hole in the ground. No, this is not a perfect place. And know you that watch, your church is not a perfect place. It's made of imperfect people who serve a perfect God yeah. that I may know Him. So what do we do? We get to know Christ. We get to study Christ through the Word of God. We're in the book of Philippians. Verse 6, chapter 1, being accomplished this very thing, which he that begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. How am I going to get more about Jesus through the scriptures. I'm asking you today, this week, to begin to make plans. How are you going to read the Bible? We get all of our little children here reading the Psalms. And then others read Psalms and Proverbs. And others of our children read the New Testament. And we have the journals that they'll be able to get or the worksheets, and they'll have it all, uh, the guide to get how, how much to read every day or they'll have the Old Testament, or many of us read the Old and New, and then some of us in this church, and many of you have done it in the first 30 days. You read all the Bible. It takes 66 hours to read this book from cover to cover. It takes about 10 minutes a day. There's three chapters a day you have to read. Three chapters a day. And by the end of the year, it's always published every week in the bulletin. And you have a chart. At the end of the year, you will have read from Genesis to Revelation. But I read an account not long ago that the average church member has never once read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I would not read it and get hung up on a passage. I'd read it and you get hung up on a passage, write it down and get all the way through it. You folks that think that Reading the Bible in 30 days is, is just to laud it. No, that's not what we do here. You say, well, I don't believe in that. I believe in just taking a verse and studying it. Because you have never read the Bible completely through in one, one month. I tell you what, most you young couples raising kids, you can't do it. It's too busy. You've got too much on your plate. You've got jobs. You've got school. You have homework. I, I, I know it's, it's just, it's over. but many of us, we've raised our kids. I would challenge you. Until you've read the Bible in 30 days, that Bible is gonna come alive to you. It's just gonna come alive to you. You're gonna see things that, it's gonna put it all in perspective. And you say, well, I get hung up. Okay, you don't understand this. Write it down, go back to it later, but, but read it through, read it through, read it through. I love reading that Bible that way. It's helped me, it's helped me so much. Kevin Manley got me on that project years ago. It's been such a blessing to read the Bible through. Oh, it takes a lot. In January 1st, you have to read all of Genesis, 50 chapters. And the next day you have to read all 40 chapters in the book of Leviticus, and basically a book a day. And then you get to some books, you read multiple books together. I'm saying if you want more of Jesus, you're gonna have to spend more time with him. I love the old Bible. The precious old Bible, the light on my path to guide. it keeps me so happy, always so happy. God's wonderful book divide. When I get in these low moments, we all do, or a sad moment or a hard moment, I have to realize that he is decreasing and I am increasing and I need to get back in the Bible so he can increase and I can decrease. My old father-in-law, he taught me this. Pastor of the same church 57 years. He may be listening today. I think he's 94, 95. 94, born in 25. He was always so slow on his decision making. It really bothered me as a staff member. But I found out he was always right. And I was always wrong. Because they that wait upon the Lord. I'm going to learn more of Jesus through the scriptures. You know how I'm going to learn more of him? Sing about him. Yeah. I think of my blessed Redeemer. Yeah. I think of him all the day long. Yeah. I sing for I cannot be silent. His love is the theme. Of my song. There's a song in this book. We won't take time for it. Jesus Christ. I think there's five stanzas. We sing it. Is made to me. All I need. All I need. Everything I need is in Him. For He is all I need. Christ is all I need. My wife was disciplining me a year ago, because that's what women do. You know, they straighten us out. And she said, I'm afraid you listen to too much news. I want to be aware of what's going on. And she did it so correctly. But she said, I don't think that news is helping you. And I've had heard at the top of the hour of my car for the first one minute, the news. And I have it on my phone and I can see the headline news. I don't think, I I might be wrong, I don't think I've watched the news on the TV this year, but I know what's going on. But you know what, if I shut the news off right now, if if I didn't even hear for a month, you know what would be going on next month, the headline news, the same thing that's going on this month. It's gonna be the Republicans against the Democrats and Democrats against the Republicans. And you know, somebody, somebody, I'm not taking sides. I'm just telling you, somebody is downright lying. The stories, this, I I saw this, I heard this, that never happened. Somebody is lying. But I am not going to waste my time. I have my ideas, who is very obvious who's lying, but you can have your ideas. But somebody's not telling the truth. But this is the way, the truth, and the life. The news will discourage you because it's always trying to lure you in to hear their side. I I love singing... I have renditions. I've done it for 30 years and more. I'll drive to a meeting, and I'll drive by my car, and I'll get alone, or I'll go to the cemetery, I'll get on my bicycle and go out on the uh, on the on the uh, uh, levee out to the salt flats, and I'll just sing songs about Jesus. Jesus is the sweetest name I know, and He's just the same. And standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. He's the only one who cares and understands. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sweetest man. More about Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. I have, I can go on, and I'm sure you want the concert today. You want the concert? You don't want the concert. I could sing you. The, 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 and you look in the index of our book. Not right now. More songs begin with Jesus than any other song in our hymn book. Jesus is still the answer. And I sing of them. I love to get in my car and just sing about Him. I sing of Thee, O oh, blessed Christ, for Thou hast saved me by Thy grace. I'm glad I'm saved. The news doesn't comfort But I tell you, when you sing of Jesus, the little kids, Jesus and others in you, what a wonderful way to spell joy. Jesus and others in you in the life of each girl and each boy. J is for Jesus, for he has first place, that I may know him, for to me to live is Christ. And then I want to close today as we think about more of Jesus. I get more of Jesus when I get in the Scriptures. I get more of Jesus when I get in his songs and sing about Jesus. For Je- I just think I have to say it. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. I will fail you. I don't want to. Our mates fail. Mine doesn't, but I fail her. Children can fail us. Parents can fail. Oh, but He never fails, for He is God. So I get more of Jesus through the Scripture. I get more of Jesus through His songs. And I get more of Jesus through seeking Him. Would you turn to chapter 3, please, verse 10? And we'll close her down. Chapter 3, verse 10. Let's read it together, shall we? Ready to begin. That I may know Him. And the power of his and, the and the fellowship, fellowship of his being made unto his death. that I may know him. That I may know him. And the fellowship that's a partnership, that's a fellowship, that's getting to know who he is. And how do you get to know who he is? You seek him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amos is writing to the people of God. I have a Schofield Bible. I'd like you to turn there. It's page number 937 in my Bible. If you'd like to turn there uh, in the Old Testament, the book of Amos, and then we'll wrap it up here. In chapter number Joel, Amos, Obadiah, uh, Jonah, they're all together. And I think I want you to turn, if you will, to chapter number five. We're talking about seeking him. Isn't it amazing this Christmas season of the year, some shepherds left their fields as they were keeping watch over their flock by night. What did they do? They came to found Jesus. They were seeking the Lord Jesus Christ. The wise men came because they were seeking. They were searching. They were searching. They were looking. What are you looking at? What are you looking for? I am not suggesting you cannot like the Warriors, the 49ers, the Raiders, the Sharks, on and on it goes. But most of the time they have losing seasons. And when the whole thing comes to an end out of all the teams at the end of the year, only one team is a winner and all the others have an L on their forehead. forehead, They're all losers. Every team but one in the NFL will be losers but one. All but one. And I, I love sports. I love all that. But that's not our priority. Look what Amos says. Hear ye this word, which I take up against you, even a lamentation, O house of Israel. The children of Israel were doing wrong. And he gives God says, I have a lamentation. I, I am brokenhearted. I'm weeping over you. Verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and you shall live. But seek not Bethel. Don't seek money. Don't seek religion. Don't seek a therapy. Don't seek it. Seek me. Don't seek Bethel. Verse 6, seek the Lord. Verse 8, seek him. Seek him. Someone once said, wise men still seek him. And I would say as we close today, yes, we must be led by the Spirit of God in 2020. Let's do our best to be led by God. You may want to make a decision right now, but you may have to take all of 2020 before you make that decision. Uh, You're going to have to be led by God. And then you and I are going to have to learn more about Jesus through the Scripture, through our singing, and by seeking Him. This song was written by an old preacher. And he says in the second stanza, More about Jesus let me learn. More of His holy will discern. Spirit of God, my teacher be, show the things of Christ to me. More about Jesus in his word, holding communion with my Lord. Hearing his voice in every line, making each faithful saint mine. The fourth and last stanza, more about Jesus on his throne. Riches in glory all his own. More of his kingdom sure increase, more of his coming Prince of Peace. More, more about Jesus. I believe as we come to these last days, it's going to get very difficult perilous times, and people are going to try to pull you away from the things of God. Ask yourself, are they pulling me toward the Scripture? Are they pulling me toward Christian songs? Are they pulling me toward seeking the Lord Jesus Christ?